0: Welcome to Cheers to Leaving. My name is Christina Carlson, and I am a religious renegade coach. I specialize in helping women and non-binary folks discover their purpose, confidence, and values outside of religion through one-on-one coaching.
1: And my name is Rachel Feely. I'm a musician, a singer, and I am processing my history with religion while deconstructing. I feel a passion for individuals stuck in purity culture, and I hope to bring understanding and clarity to others like me who have left cheers to leaving
0: hello everyone christina carlson here if you've left your religion behind and feel uncertain what your direction or purpose is now or if you're feeling like you're having trouble accessing your personal power and getting in touch with your intuition i would love to chat with you I'm a life coach, and I specifically work with people who have left religion to find their purpose and reconnect with themselves. Please click the link in the show notes to learn more, or just head to ChristinaMCarlson.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-M-C-A-R-L-S-O-N.com. Thank you so much. Now back to the show. But yeah, that we're,
2: would be we're awesome. We're recording just, you know, for whenever we... Okay. For another we week, actually want to talk We'll about get to it.
1: <laughs> but I was just, um, we were sitting outside just, like, having a drink, getting ready to, like, go eat food after this, and there was these two guys on the other end, and all of a sudden, I heard him go, he said something about pursuing Jesus. And I looked at Jonathan, and I was like, triggered! <laughs> like, and he gave me a look, too, like, he knew, he was like, oh, God, like... But they were, Jesus. yeah, and it was like him and this guy, and they were talking about, you know, abstract Jesus things, and like his desire, and abstract all of a sudden.
2: Jesus should be like a band.
1: Yes. <laughs> right? And have no maybe, Christian maybe we, songs. Maybe yeah, no, not at all. It's about <laughs> Satan, actually. It's about Satan.
2: Abstract <laughs> so, Jesus.
1: Abstract. I mean, if you think about it. <laughs> what are we going to make this Okay, okay, okay. I'm with you. You know, isn't the devil technically a favorited fallen angel who was, don't they say he was somewhat like God in like a way?
2: Look at you and your biblical
1: knowledge. I know. I'm just saying, do you get it? Abstract Jesus. Is so it's, it's about like Satan? Yes.
2: Oh, fuck yeah.
1: Yes. Let's yes. make it a thing. I'll We're starting a podcast. band. <laughs> let's, let's stick with the podcast. Let's, let's not, not podcast. start a band.
2: I, well, you could actually do a band. I could not. Yeah. I, uh, not
1: just with you. Anyway, we'll figure it out if it comes up. Not we'll just let you know. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, just oh, you and me. Like,
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh like every um, person socialized as a woman, was told that I could be in choir because I. Oh,
1: know, fuck off! Because of what's in my pants. So, I made it. Can be in choir. Yeah, um, <laughs> well, I passed. The, my homeschooling, not homeschooling, dear God, home church's pastor growing up, his wife went to Mid-American Nazarene University, Ooh. and she had a lovely voice, but she also only did choir. It's
2: disappointing. It is. I actually met a lot of people from Mid-American Nazarene a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> okay. Why? Um, well, my one of my beloved friends, Josh, used to attend there. <gasps> Josh, yes. Um, and... We went to a party at his house, and um, he had some friends who used to attend
1: Mid-American Nazarene. Um, Are they, like, still very devout Nazarenes? No. Oh, okay.
2: No. I mean, I don't want to out anyone.
1: Um, Right. But, no.
2: It wasn't like that. But I just thought it was interesting, because I don't have any, like, other connection to Mm -hmm. it. I I did go to a Nazarene high school, but I don't keep in touch with anyone
1: tonight. Yeah.
2: What was I going to say? Oh, triggered. You're triggered. Made me think of. um, I
1: was triggered. I...
2: Fuck you!
1: What the hell? (laughs) I told you not to go to sleep! Ever! She's not talking to me, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel fell asleep on the couch! Fuck you, Rachel! (laughs) Wake up! I've had two glasses of wine and I am sleepy.
2: I had it up. Oh my god. Oh no, I was at this rave.
1: Um Oh, I ago? think I saw pictures of it, and it looked super fun. And it oh, was I was going see you were there. I was going to be sad that I missed no. you. No. but um, next time you go to a rave, do invite me. I do okay. love a rave. I mean, I'm- I was very deprived growing up of raves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm making up for it the past seven years. And I also- mean, you have to. You have to. you got to put it in when you can. Yeah. Th- that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We got cheers for that. Cheers. All right.
1: Um,
2: So (laughs) I met this girl um, who I was just chatting with her and I was like, she's really cool. We were talking um, and I ended up giving her my business card um, because I was like, I'm interested in hearing your story because it sounded like she had left religion. And um, so then I like overhear her in a conversation with someone else say, just something about Jesus and was just like love Jesus and I was like did I just give my business card person to someone who's in IHOP because she said something about IHOP and I was just kind of like well that was that was a strange turn of events I didn't expect that um and then I went back to the same place for another rave like three weeks later and I
1: saw her again why is, she, why is she at all these raves? Why was I at all these raves? That's true. <laughs> I just um, didn't go to raves when I was a devout Christian. Oh, yeah. No, she's not. She's not. Um, okay, good. I The thing is, like,
2: I asked her because I saw her again, and I was like, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. Um, so I was just talking with her, and I was like, I have to ask you something. And I, like, asked her, and she was like, oh, my God, no. I was like, okay. So I think she was being sarcastic. In her comment, I overheard the sarcasm, but I I just thought it was really funny because I I do want to hear her story. Shit. Yeah, I just thought it was really funny. I was like, oh my god, what? That's funny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I want to talk about our um, resources. Yeah. Mine is like one resource and then two pieces of wisdom and then on my blog post I will share a
1: whole shit ton of actual resources cool does that mean you want me to go first <laughs>
2: me setting my paper down I'm just like I'm gonna drink some yeah. wine
1: talk tell me, talk, talk tell, Rachel tell
2: me your things Wait, now that you're awake tell me your things
1: <laughs> Yeah, now I'm awake <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> it sounded so bad I just felt like I needed to just say something <laughs> Why are you sleeping? <laughs> oh okay. Okay. Tell me. Well here here's sort of like my little weird journey. It's not a story. I'm just saying as far as like resources. Mm-hmm. When I first started deconstructing, a big thing for me was like finding out information and history on the actual mm-hmm. shit that we were being taught. Like on the Bible, like the history okay you know, Jesus himself. But Jesus even, like, fucking real. Like, is he a historical character? Like, what? Yeah. So, um, there's a man called Bart Ehrman. You've probably heard of him. I don't know. Um, but he, uh, was a historian, and he was, Mm -hmm. like, um, a very devout Christian, and through his history and his knowledge, he discovered, basically, like, he came to his own conclusion that none of it's real like Mm. not none of it's real like historically there are a lot of real things about it yeah but as far as like the supernatural shit about it he came and now he's he's an atheist now Mm. um but i particularly like the book forged which talks a lot about the bible if you're interested in that shit because Mm. it talks about like how some books were left out of the bible or how whoever wrote like like Paul a lot of times gets impersonated in the Bible and he basically was like this is like said to have been written by Paul but it was not written Mm -hmm. by Paul or um, how shit doesn't just doesn't line up and since he's a historian it's like a good source to go to for getting told the truth about shit Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, and then I also listened I did an audio book on this but it was Heaven and Hell and it's really long and it's a lot So maybe take it in strides, but it's actually the entire history, historical, of, like, heaven and hell. And it's very interesting. Interesting. Especially if you're worried about it. Mm. And you know how I was, and still am, you know, a lot of my fear was surrounding, like, death and hell and all that. And so it was actually really interesting and helpful for me Mm. to go to him for that. Um, Also, Leaving the Fold by Marlene, uh, Mm. not Atwell, Winnow. Winnow. Winnell um, I mean, Marlene I mean, Winnell she, I, I actually haven't finished the book Because I got it from a library And like by the time I was four chapters in It needed to go back mm-hmm. But I'm still planning on finishing it And I will say I got a lot from just the first four yes. chapters And I've also listened to her speak A ton of different times And she is a wonderful resource yes. And she came up with the religious trauma syndrome yes. Syndrome Like yeah. phrase that we use yeah. now Which is fantastic yeah, she's um, amazing. Also, there are other podcasts on deconstruction, which is also lovely just to hear other people's stories. Um, Christina has one called Religious Renegade, and she interviews people um, on their religious backgrounds, and yeah. I feel like I'm butchering this. Do you want no, to jump in? No, you're fine, yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, It's um, I just wanted to hear... Because I feel like there's quite a few podcasts with people's stories, but most of them are like famous people who have left religion. Um, I really wanted to just hear from regular people, Mm -hmm. and um, me as a regular person wanted to hear other regular people's stories, and so I have three episodes out now, Mm -hmm. and I have a lot more coming um, where I just interview people on their experience of leaving, and it's been an enlightening journey for me, and I know a lot of other people have enjoyed it too, just Mm -hmm. hearing people.
1: And it's, like we said, it's really lovely to hear other people's stories because it's validating and it's just really good. Your cat wants in. (laughs) Yeah, I heard that. Um, And then also, like, find the community on Instagram because it is a community and there are some really good resources out there. There's people that are just interested in finding other people that are, like, deconstructing as well. Also, the naked pastor. If, I don't think mm-hmm. it's the naked pastor. Maybe it's just naked pastor. I don't know Not his handle. I should have wrote it down. But It'll if be you in search, notes. yeah, if you search naked pastor, you'll find it. And uh-huh. he's also on Twitter. But um, yeah. he makes really cool sketches, and um, then usually has like lots to say about them. And I find most of them very validating and very like real talk. And, um, it doesn't matter like where you're at and you're deconstructing, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe you're more progressive Christian right now, or maybe you are an atheist or maybe you're agnostic or like wherever you're at, or maybe you don't have a label, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is fine too. Um, I feel like it's, all of his content is relatable and it's validating. Yes. Um, so that was kind of all I had. Essentially, I mean, these are mostly, like, books and different things that you can go after. But I, I found it really helpful to also just to learn about science and be mm-hmm. curious about evolution and what other people think who are not raised yeah. in that, you know, area and who are just like, this is how the world works. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, even just learning more about the universe. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's hard to have a closed mind. And I think it's hard to, like not wonder and like open up your mind more so and your level of deconstruction when you listen about deeper things and how like a lot of what happens on earth doesn't exactly matter because (laughs) there's so much (laughs) shit going on out in the universe and it's so much bigger and we're like on this tiny rock and we're like... Why are we obsessed with all these weird things? Why are we obsessed with God caring about masturbation? Yeah, why are we obsessed about that? Why are we obsessed about being pure? It doesn't matter.
0: (laughs) Hey friends, welcome to Tea with TJ, where every sip brings you closer to insightful conversations and delightful discoveries. Join me every Wednesday as I navigate through topics ranging from culture, creativity, personal growth all over a soothing cup of tea relax unwind and expand your mind with tea with tj subscribe now on all your favorite podcast platforms and brew up some wisdom with me and remember be kind keep sipping and i'll see you next week
2: actually like that was a pretty key component in my deconstruction I'll never forget like realizing that that we are on a rock floating in space and just Mm -hmm. like looking up at the stars and being like oh
1: shit yeah like Like, really god cares about me masturbating real real perspective you know yeah like universal
2: Uh big perspective and not like not like nothing matters, but like, right. but nothing matters. So everything matters. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's like, that is the beautiful aspect of like even pure atheism. I think is just yes. this understanding that like nothing matters.
1: So everything does. And yeah. It like, gets a deeper meaning because all you yes. have is now. Right. And that in and of itself is just really beautiful. And it can be, like, mind-freeing because yeah. you're not weighed down with all this extra-terrestrial or, you know, I'm not extra-terrestrial. <laughs> I mean, I like Whatever. it. Whatever. I like it. Aliens. Some, space daddy. Who knows? <laughs> space like, daddy and the aliens. <laughs> and case. the aliens. and No, there's just, like, no, like, higher power trying to, like, govern your life. It's just, like, you on this rock flying through space. Yeah. And...
2: So what do you care about? And what do you want? You know? And what's more important yeah. than knowing those things? Yes,
1: yes. Are you asking me? It's rhetorical. <laughs> it's <laughs> rhetorical. You were giving me like deep <laughs> eyes, and I was like, "God, is she asking me?" Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Rhetorical. Tell me right now. <laughs> what do you want?
2: <laughs> um, I will add a book. Um, for me, my my like, cause I went to Bible college and had my degree in theology, right. so I studied a lot of like church history and how the Bible was put together, like, when I was in it. And for some reason, that part never connected with me. Um, It was just like, okay, that's weird. It doesn't make sense, but whatever. Like, the point isn't that, that a belief makes sense. For me, the point has always been, is a belief helpful? And, like, is this actually the purest good and the best for all people? And... Where it's, that started to break down for me, like I said earlier, was LGBTQ community, and then, then came the doctrine of hell, mm-hmm. and I started to see how viewing people as deserving of hell had damaging effects on myself and other people. Um, but I wasn't ready to let it go because I was scared of it. Um, yeah. So for me, um, "Love Wins" by Rob Bell was was the mm-hmm. most impactful because. Because instead of it being an outside perspective, it's an internal perspective. Mm-hmm. He still, at the time he wrote this, was, I don't know where he's at now, um, was considered himself a Christian. Oh, really? But in a different, in a completely different way okay. than I had ever seen before. And seeing this perspective, because he, he does a similar thing. He, he takes all of the doctrines of heaven and hell, or all of the verses, all of the references, breaks it down in the Greek, He does, he does, like... Oh, and that is super helpful, too. Yes, especially coming from inside of it and, like, Mm -hmm. having all these beliefs around it and, like, having all this fear. You kind of want that biblical assurance that it's not real. And, and for me, because he was in, like, a progressive Christian category, I felt like it wasn't as much of a, a, like, a leap for me to move into. Because I wasn't ready to be, like... You know, what's an atheist perspective? That would have been, like, way too much for me emotionally mm-hmm. because I, I really wanted, I still wanted and still do want to be connected with good, healing, powerful beliefs. Mm-hmm. I would probably categorize myself as some sort of, like, mystic, atheist, naturalist, humanist. Like, I have no category, but there is, like, a mystic aspect of what I, what I believe about life and people and things. Um, and so I really connected with his approach because it was like what is the most beautiful way to view people and what is the most beautiful way to view this religion and it was it was expansive and free enough for mm-hmm. me to like connect with it without it terrifying the shit out of me <laughs> it yeah. was still scary but it was like it was just enough to be like I can feel free to let go of hell and and then I'll see what happens yeah um, so I I would recommend that I can't I absolutely recommend the book that you you mentioned by Leaving
1: like, the Fold. Yes, yes, I have it. It is so um, good. It's incredible. Well, I haven't finished it, but you should borrow the it. first. I should. The first four <laughs> chapters were it. amazing. <laughs> yes, the first four.
2: Here I am demanding things <laughs> of you again. Please Jesus. borrow
1: it. <laughs> I insist. <laughs>
2: What I meant to say is <laughs> you can borrow it if you want. I, I have a to. copy.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. I should have just bought it. You could have. I looked for it on like Audible the other day.
2: Yeah. Is but there? it's not. It's better to have the, it, it's better to have your own copy mm-hmm. um, or to have a paper copy because there's a lot of
1: exercises in it. Oh, is there? So if you have okay. a journal. Oh, wait. No, so no, no. I did it. one. I do remember that now. In the library book? Well, I didn't write it down. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? no you should just give your answers to the library
2: yeah (laughs) this is what I think (laughs) um I also had um choose your people to process with carefully Mm, and have them um for me I left with uh close friends and that was extremely helpful for me um for one thing you just have people to process these ideas with um Also, I I say carefully because this is such an individual journey um, and it's important to keep in mind that your process and where you go with it and where you end up, not that you end up anywhere, but like along the way, you will be probably at a different place than the people that you're with and the people you're in community with. And to know that that's okay and that those people might not be your people forever um, is also okay. I think um, coming from the background that we have of the way that community is expected to be forever and expected to be vulnerable instantly and there's a lot of um, demand around it and no boundaries, it can be hard to learn to be in in community with people and have friends, especially around this subject that you know that you can have different opinions on and that be okay. And that you can That you can move on from that and mm-hmm. that to also be okay Because there's there's so many different phases to deconstruction and I like to equate it to like to grief like you go through phases with being really angry and being really frustrated and Everyone needs a different amount of time in that space and all of that is okay Mm-hmm. And you may need to be somewhere longer than your friends, and you may need to be somewhere shorter than your friends. And that doesn't make either of you wrong in that process. It just means you need to honor you and them by being honest about it and by accepting people different than you are. And I think yes. that's kind of part of the process, is you're learning how to be in community in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the best part of that process, and having people with me is is realizing that it's so individual and we can be fully ourselves with other people and not have to be like them but that's that's all like a part of that process yeah um, no that's great <clears throat> and then I also just back to um, finding ways to connect with yourself which I think we discussed thoroughly in our other episode So I'm just going to leave it at that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, For me, that was through yoga, meditation. And then my final advice is following your own curiosity. Um, Because for the first time in your life, you're allowed to. And you can give yourself that permission. Um, That can look like anything. Um, For me, it was like exploring tarot and witchy shit. Because that was off limits to me. Harry Potter was like my curiosity. Dude, yes. Because it was... We it was watched like, Left
1: Behind, but we weren't allowed... Well, I don't know if you watched it. Yes, I no, watched no, I Left Again. Behind, and I was forced to, but I wasn't allowed to read or watch Harry Potter. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Left Behind is way more terrifying.
2: It is. And we were poorly made. Because,
1: us. Because, yes, and poorly made, but it was more terrifying because we were told this is real. Right.
2: Harry no, Potter wasn't fantasy. real.
1: It was just, like, a cute fantasy world. Like, who cares if there's bad guys? Like, Ugh. ugh. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't do it to you. <laughs> don't, don't give your money don't
2: to do it. So what's his? What's his name? What's the guy's name? Oh fuck! Uh, you know who uh, I'm talking about. Uh,
1: can we <laughs> Google it real quick? I need Left to know. Left Behind
2: series is his name is Kurt Cameron.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to pulling up his name. You're like, Kurt Cameron.
2: Kurt Cameron.
1: Yes. Oh my god Don't um, give your money to him mm-hmm. He's still deeply embedded in it Not your money <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Religion We're getting
2: Lucy with this line. Um, I know. Yeah Just following your curiosity Because I think a part of like Connecting with yourself And um, Finding ways to Spend time with yourself alone And Knowing what Your own feelings feel like What your yes feels like What your no feels like Then following your curiosity With like what is pulling at your heart to, at your heart, sorry, that did sound really just, but what is pulling at your heart? Like, what, what, what do you feel like you are curious about now Mm -hmm. that you've left? Is it, is it psychology? Is it your child development? Is it, you know, tarot? Is it crystals? Is it just being outside? Or is it football? Like, whatever it is that you, you felt restricted from, your desire is going to draw you there. And I think, that is also a part of this because following your desire is going to lead you to your better life mm-hmm. in this after stage. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Charles. Charles. That's all I have. <laughs> Bye.
0: thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please share with anyone who you think might find this content relatable. You can find us on Instagram at cheers to leaving. You can find me at Christina Carlson life coach, and you can find Rachel at baby feeling B-A-B-Y F-E-E-L-E-Y.